This is Eighth Day Encouragement, a recap of the Sunday service, offering hope and faith from the Church of the Holy Trinity, Manhattan. You can find us online at holytrinity-nyc.org. It's the third Sunday of Advent, and joy is a theme that runs throughout the Church's worship, prayers, and music. In today's first scripture reading from Isaiah 61, the prophet brings joy to a people in exile who are longing to go home. He has sent me to bring good news to the oppressed, Isaiah says, to bind up the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives and release to the prisoners, to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor and the day of vengeance of our God to comfort all who mourn, to give them a garland instead of ashes, the oil of gladness instead of mourning, the mantle of praise instead of a faint spirit. A joyful message indeed. The psalm of the day can be replaced with the song of Mary, Magnificat, which is what we have done at Holy Trinity. Mary is very much in mind as the church has just celebrated the conception of the Blessed Virgin Mary on December 8th, and then on December 12th, Our Lady of Guadalupe, Mary's particular revelation to the Americas. The song of Mary, Magnificat, sings of God's promise and power to do justice, to make things right, to lift up the poor and lowly, and to fill the hungry with good things. The gospel continues this theme of joy, but here the joy goes further and is transformed into light. John the Baptist explains that his job is a little like Mary's, to magnify, to point to the light, to testify to the light, to bear witness to the light that is Jesus Christ. And so today, with the prophets, with Mary, and with John the Baptist, we too are invited to bear witness to the love of God in Jesus and to share the joy of his good news. But that's not always easy, is it? In Sunday's sermon, the Reverend Doug Owsley, Honorary Assistant at Holy Trinity, talked about how it's hard to find joy or comfort when we're grieving or when we're mourning loss. You can listen to the full sermon on Facebook on the church's page there. But Doug suggested a tactic which he calls constructive mourning. It's not a magic cure, but it can be at times a way forward, a way out of feeling stuck. There are four steps. The first step is to acknowledge the loss, to be honest about the grief. Don't just brush it off. Don't deny it, but really name it and sit with it. The second step is to ask yourself where this grief or this loss fits in order of importance in your world. Is it something that you've lost and remember but are ready to leave behind? Or is it something much larger, something that's uh, beyond you and you need help with? Third is to take some sort of action. You might uh, partake a, a particular ritual or you might engage in a new behavior like getting involved in social media or calling someone or writing a letter, getting outside yourself in some new way. Or perhaps you pray, which as Doug points out is free. <laughs> Fourth is to allow God to take over. Prayer begins this process, but it can also happen through memory as we remember, as we allow God to bring into the present that which has happened in the past. God takes the memory and makes something of it. 
The Holy Eucharist is an example of this. It's a memorial, a remembering, in which God brings forward what was long ago and yet transforms the past through memory into a blessing for today. Even if joy might feel a little faint breaking into our season this year, there is hope, there is life ahead, and there is even more joy to come. Let us pray. Lord Jesus, light of the world, John the Baptist told the people to prepare, for you were very near. As Christmas grows closer days, day by day, help us to be ready to welcome you now. Amen. Holy Trinity's director of music and organist, Cleve Kirsch, plays Bach's Nun komm der Heiden Heiland, Savior of the Nations Come.
You've been listening to Eighth Day Encouragement. The eighth day is a Monday after the seven days of the week, but the eighth day also stands as a new creation outside the pattern of the usual seven. And so the eighth day symbolizes resurrection, hope, and the possibilities for new life. I'm John Bedingfield, the priest and rector at the Church of the Holy Trinity, Manhattan. I hope you'll come and visit us in person one day, but you can also worship with us through Facebook Live, follow us on YouTube, and learn more at holytrinity-nyc.org. God bless you this week and always.